It's time to gather together. Hi there. I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 71. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, announcing the Eorzean Home Makeover Extreme Contest. Announcing the Duty Commenced PvP Special Culling Time. If you're on Excalibur, this could be interesting. <laughs> Mog Station Winter Sale. Letter from the Producer Live Part 33. Yeah. <laughs> Roman numerals are hard, yo. And we'll cover our top finds from the recent interview to interviews with Yoshida. And we have fan mail. But first, as always, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Ruby, long time no talk. Oh my god, oh my Yelta, god. hi. <laughs> What's up? Oh, how are you? Good, good. How are you? Yelta, I fell off the face of the earth. What happened to me? Sucked into a black I know. hole. I know exactly I did. You what, know what happened to you. You bought a okay. PS4 and a big ass yes. TV. And you sit yes. on the couch, lean back, and yes. play like Dragon Quest games. <laughs> okay, like I can bring this back. I, I beat Dragon Quest Builders and Yoshida's name is in the credits. So it's it's relative, right? It's legit. Some yeah, that's legit. somewhere this fits into the Final Fantasy fourteen universe. Plus, now as a PS4 owner, when they do the PS3 upgrade campaign, I can get, you know, fourteen on my PS4 and you know, it's related, right? Sure. Yeah, that's really what happened to me, <laughs> folks. I'm I'm embarrassed to say that I bought a 55-inch smart TV 4K and a PS4 Pro. I'm just embarrassed that I spent two weeks on the couch playing it. But it was fun, and I needed a little break. It was it was time for me. Not a frustration with the game. Not not upset at Yoshida or any news or anything. It's just it was just time for a break. These are the holidays. Uh, you start thinking about other stuff. In real life, I've got some job stuff I've been thinking about, family stuff, and. You know, it's just that time of the year, so I don't feel 100% guilty. And I also kept up with the news, so I've got plenty to talk about when we get to the live letter and and all that stuff. But what I do feel guilty about is I didn't get to play with you, Yelta. Basically, I um, what did we do when when I last logged off? We did, like, I got farming. I got a pink bird. I remember specifically getting a Thornton bird oh, before cool. I logged off. That happened. Yeah. That really, that was not a dream. So we, we ran Thornton <laughs> and uh, didn't, I tried to single heal it. And let me say something. That night I didn't get salty because I was single healing it, but I didn't do a very good job. The only reason I didn't do a good job single healing it is because when it gets to that clusterfuck part somewhere near the end where there's the eyes and the gaze and you got to move Thornton, somehow I always forget to turn on the second time. Not the first one where the healer huddles up and everybody blocks the shot. But once Thornton is moved after that, I always, those little, the towers come out and the black puddles and somewhere in the middle of all that, Rubicon decides to look at Thornton every (laughs) fucking time. And so then I walk in a wall. And so after maybe like the third attempt and everybody's like, we can't clear this. It's, I'm like, can somebody please just bring a raise? That's all I need is an additional raise to, to get my ass back up so I can finish after I stare at Thornton. And I think what was like, I think Bell Dandy switched to healer and I switched to uh, summoner so I could get that raise. And then when we did that, we were fine. We were able to knock it out. And so by the end of all that, I, I walked away. I think I rolled an 88. And this is my thing with pony farms. 
I feel like if you can roll an 85 or better, you probably have a 90% shot or something at winning that. Um, you've, I think you <laughs> got a really good chance. It depends you oh my God. I guess so. But I, I feel like anytime I roll in the in the mid mid to upper 80s, I get the pony. So when I roll that 88, I grab Cinna's arm. I'm like, oh yeah, I can I can already taste that pink pony, pink pink bird, pink bird. Excuse me, they're all ponies to me. Okay, they'll never be anything but ponies to me. So that that's what I remember doing. Beyond that, it was you know crafting a little this, little that, running around. I think I'm like three weeks behind on my damn book or whatever, my <laughs> Chloe or whatever, and I've got oh, to. Oh, you mean you didn't I gotta get see the new Alice minion? I got the new Alice minion. Did you really? Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> Why don't you talk about what you did since you did so much, Elsa? Go for it. I think I logged in every single day since you didn't. <laughs> I know. Mm. I've been. You made playing. up for my loss. Oh my god! I like doubled down. Well, you know, Ulf's on the road, so pretty much. I want to get home and log in because he's also logging in from whether he's in Texas or California or Maine, wherever he is. In the evenings, we can be in the same place in Eorzea. So, you know, been, you know, leveling jobs and stuff. And But uh, nice. a capped uh, is also kind of thanks to Ulf because he gets on and he's kind of a nervous Nelly tank. He's... Still working on the skills, right? Just working on those mm-hmm. tanking skills, and you never learn unless you go. So we've been making them. We would like grab Bell Dandy and grab, you know, grab four, three other people and him, and we go do uh, the roulette. So he's been doing the roulette. So we both capped, and then I went and got all my Alex normal drops. I don't even know what I'm getting them for at this point because, but it's like I remember every patch cycle. After if I take that break. And then I don't do anything for like until the next patch. I get into, get on and then I'm like, well, man, I really wish I'd been running and getting all my drops this time so I could be gearing out my third or fourth job. So mm-hmm. I've just been getting the items. I don't even know what to do with them yet. So then lots of uh, leveling, fate grinding. I got machinist to 50. I think I think I think previously I'd gotten Dark Knight to 60. Machinist is 50. Once I get that to 60, then I'm going to take Monk up, I think. So, and then uh, I did join a Sephiroth farming party where I think I died more than anyone and then, of course, won the bird, right? Well, That's for sure. Works. And then, and then you the, have to sacrifice a Lollafell to get anything in this game. And then, and then the party fell apart after the second bird that dropped, and I'm like, okay, and I left. And Why does like, that happen? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I feel like anytime somebody says, this is the last one, folks. That's when the bird drops. That's when the pony drops. And then everybody disbands after that. And I just, I really don't get that. Well, and it, and for some of us in that party, I didn't know any of them. You know, I went in and I'm like, guys, I'm a little rusty, but it'll come back to me. Because I, I know that fight pretty well. I haven't cleared it a ton because I keep getting groups that like, once that storms thing comes up, everybody loses their fucking mind. Or I get in a party where they switch, well, put the DPS on the left instead of the right. And people get confused. And, and oh, the people stand in the middle anyway, yeah. Oh, my God. The little markers over your head and the healer stands on me. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So I, I did win the lantern, and that's great. Uh, so I think I'm down to, I need two more. I need uh, the Nidog one. I- I would sw- you need Jordan. the two purpley ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will swap you this pinky purple one for that <laughs> for that green one because I, I really know. like it. I've 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 assigned that to my um my uh, botanist when I'm flying around. That's my 
botanist mount because it's got the little green leaves floating around it. That's hot. I, I love it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Did a lot of Palace of the Dead, I feel like. Uh, four of us are working on the uh, floors after 100. So uh, we I, we did get up to floor 180 and then had an unfortunate healing accident <laughs> and uh. died. But uh, we we know what to expect now. So uh, we we actually went right back in. Pretty, we like took a ten minute break, and then we're like, all right, we cleared from fifty one through a hundred just so that because we only can play on the weekends. Bell Dandy doesn't play a whole lot. He's got a different work shift than than the rest of us. But I did get an mm-hmm. Abigail Barding. I got lots of the replica stuff, and some of that stuff was selling for like half a million. Wow! So I I made some bank this week too. Yeah, it's like oh wow. And then I got it in my head. I needed my relic for some reason. So I worked and did the last two steps of the relic quest. So now I have the uh, sharpened rod of the black con. So I'm all ready for the next patch. Oh, you're, yeah. How was the victory lap? Because, um, I mean, that last step is kind of short, right? The last step is, is yeah, compared to the previous step, it's what, what's, I'm so fucking sick of lore at this point. Because, like, Umbrites is all lore. That's it. There's no other way to get it. The sands are easy because I'm a hoarder. I had all this stuff. Or I buy moonstorms or I had lots of poetics or whatever. Oh, yeah, well, there's, like, ten ways there's to like, get it. Yeah. Like ten, like or more. Tons of ways to get sand. But Umbrites are, like, 300 lore, please, and you probably need 80 of them or whatever. So... <laughs> So yeah, that I w- I just kept doing my. Re- I did not do. People are like, so you just farmed, Aether Chemical Research Facility or whatever, and I'm like, no, no, I did. People all- do, but people I, I would do. pull I, my hair I, out. I didn't. Ha- I could. I couldn't do the same thing over and over again. I just would do all my roulettes every day that gave lore, and then once that was done, I would queue up for uh, ARF and the four highest other dungeons, and I just kept running them. You know, running them, running them. And, I, you know, that was kind of nice, too, because I also, you know, doing that, I got a lot of second chance points because I had to do a lot of shuffling for my book. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, And that's how you got an Alizé. And that's how I got an Alizé. Pure luck on that one. But, um, no, uh, but the last step is is pretty easy. I It just took me a few days. I, well, I had no internet that Monday, so I was really pissed off. Or whatever it was, because I couldn't, I wanted to log in. It was and, Monday. Was it Monday? Yeah, because I wanted to log in, flag the quest, because then you could do the weekly quest that gives you 10 of, what's the last item called? I don't remember what it's called at this point. Singing cluster? Does that sound right? Okay. Yeah. So you can get 10 singing clusters once a week from doing, you know, a quest, which is like three leveling roulettes a week. And then you can do a daily quest that will give you one doing an expert roulette well i'm doing expert roulettes anyway so but you know then i just grind up the lore for the other ones so yeah i was i played a lot over the weekend and this whole last week just getting all the lore in the world but i have a sharpened rod of the black con so yeah yay badass badass and well now i don't know i've got like the microtome stone and i've got enough uh stuff to but i don't know what to buy so i'm gonna use the sharpened rod of the black con for my black mage well what am what am i new i've got a kin weapon for my white mage i guess i could go find a tank weapon i don't know maybe i'll just hang on to it so i don't know i super super busy uh that doesn't even cover everything i did i also been um 
uh, I, I'm trying to get my other alt up to Heavensward. Like, I just got her to level, I don't know, 45, and I think I'm going to go save Minfelia. Which one is that? Hazel. Which, which... Hazel. Hazel. All right. Yeah, yeah. Hazel was... It's a 1.0 character that was Mel Loop. And I renamed her in a beta phase Hazel and made her a girl. So, yeah, she's she's legacy and everything. I got the tattoo and all. And I just... For some reason, I just had it in my head. I want to get her to Heaven Sword. So, that's being... I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of fun. I'm kind of skipping a lot of cutscenes, though, because, oh, my God. Some of these... Well, some of these... This is the third or fourth time I've done these quests. Because actually, when Ulf started playing, I leveled a whole nother character with him. So I've done these a few times. <laughs> you were lured out, lady. Lord out. I am low level, played out. <laughs> oh boy! But yeah, now now my new my new desire is to get everything to sixty. So I think that's a good goal, especially before four and you might have lots of time to do it. Yeah, we should probably talk about that. That's one of our fears. We'll cover that with that. <laughs> we'll cover that in a little bit. But uh, anything else you want to talk about for your last couple weeks? Because otherwise... No, I think I'm... I mean, obviously 15's coming out very soon, so there's going to be that going on too. We're not a 15 podcast, but if there's... When the crossover happens, I'm sure we'll have our discussion about that. But yeah, that's that one's on the horizon too, so... A new hero to the Final Fantasy world emerges. Noctis will be upon us tomorrow. So good luck, Noctis and and fam. It's getting good reviews from what I've seen. I saw an IGN at 8.3, I think, something like that. In IGN, usually people say that's, you know, they don't score as highly for the Final Fantasy games for whatever reason. So it's it's maybe even better than that. I hope so. I didn't pre-order, but now I'm ready to play it. I'm getting my appetite up. I, I want to mostly because like everybody else is like, oh, are you doing it? And I've played like every other Final Fantasy game pretty much. And but I'm like, man, I haven't finished Dragon Quest Builders. And then I've got what was that World of Final Fantasy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm like, I haven't finished these games and I kind of want to get one of the new Pokemon. <laughs> oh, boy. This is the this, I, that's what I was afraid of this year. When when we got to about September, October, this flood of games was happening. And I had already known I, in in November I was going to buy a PS4 and then the pros hit. And I was like, this is it. Uh-huh. I, this is going to happen. So I had already planned that there was going to be some catching up of games, something that was going to hook me in. And it was just like 3DS title, PlayStation title, Nintendo title. It was just back to back to back to back to back. And uh, we're just drowning in games. So Just, just drowning. There, I, there's a lot to play. I hope I get 15 finished. <laughs> I almost we'll never see finished how it goes. games, so I'm not really worried about that. So far, every numbered Final Fantasy I've beaten except for 12, and thank you, based whoever, uh, that the Zodiac Age is going to come out. Yeah, the Zodiac one, so I'll be able to play that international version or whatever when that one comes out, and that's my redemption for Final Fantasy 12, (laughs) and then I'll be up to date. That's what I'm doing with the Dragon Quest 7, is I'm trying to get caught up with all my my numbered Dragon Quest, Mm -hmm. because I've beaten 1 through 6 and 8, 9, can't beat 10... God damn it, I can't play 10 in oh, the United States because yeah. it's an MMO. Bastards. Um, but um, 7, 7 was the, the last Bastion, so we'll 
getting that getting that one done, and I'm all caught up on my my Dragon Quest games, the numbered <laughs> ones anyway. I'm, okay, that's I wanna, it. I want to play some more of those, but I just haven't gotten around to it. There's not not enough time. It's not enough time. No. Can I quit my job and just play? games we could be twitch streamers <laughs> yelta come on oh, we can make Christ. tons of money oh. it's easy <laughs> people laugh at me all day long all right all right listeners you can shoot the shit with us on our website gtffxiv.com except for if anyone listens to this and goes there as of right this moment we're having a little bit of an issue with our domain <laughs> so mm-hmm. but hopefully hopefully It'll hopefully be better tomorrow. We'll see what happens. So, but yeah, go and shoot the shit with us. First round is news. We're going to start with announcing the Horizon Home Makeover Extreme Contest. Blah, 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 blah. What do we, what do we got here? I don't even know what this contest is. I totally I don't either. Let's look. This is, oh, as the Eorzean air begins to cool, our weary adventurers seek to settle into their apartments and personal quarters to warm themselves from winter winds. Do you have what it takes to decorate a home worthy of the Warrior of Light? Put your interior design skills to the test by arranging a room in the theme of winter. They've got the full contest details down here. The same old stuff. You can win Scarf of Wondrous Wit, Armin Choker, Mandragora Choker, Bluebird... Earring, what is, oh, the Noble Barding. Yes, yes, yes. That's been added to the uh, normal list of uh, prizes there. But uh, how to enter? Screenshot facing northern portion of the room. So it's one from each portion of the room. You're showing off your room. Um, lots of indoor furnishings with a winter theme. You can use group pose. Um, yeah. It's just another screenshot contest. But this is a cool one. I like the idea. Oh, it gives you... An, Gives you an opportunity to decorate. It is only from Monday, November 21st through December 5th. Oh, limited time. Damn, that's quite short, actually. Huh. Oh, somebody's getting a Moogle lamp, too. What? Is that the grand prize? There's a... Up to three will be selected and yes. awarded one. Yeah. I actually have that lamp sitting right next to me. I have... It's still in the box. I have to get a battery. What a loot whore. You have the Moogle lamp? I do. For God's sake. My sister bought it for me at the gaming store. Aww. (laughs) She's a sweetheart. All right, one entry per person, blah, blah, blah. Go to the thread, though. If you want to do this, go to the forums and look up the rules specifically yourself because... Legal mumbo jumbo. Legal mumbo jumbo. Yeah. I I hate seeing... The 50 winners. Well, I hate seeing, like, a week after. Why was mine... Uh, kicked out or whatever, and it's like, oh, you didn't, I don't know, draw the sacred circle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, all right, so then also announcing the duty commenced PvP special calling time. Uh, we're having PvP on Thursday, on. December 1st on Excalibur. Excalibur. I don't yeah, yeah. I should go PvP. That's Thursday. Should. Too bad we're working. Too bad us working stiffs. Oh, Christ, uh, 3 p.m. Yeah, come on, man. I get off just, it then. But just because it's uh, Cicer and Luxaferis' um, you know, job to play the video <laughs> game and tweet about it and twitch about <laughs> it and all that other good shit, it doesn't mean that that's our job, Shannon and Aya. We can't work and play at the same time unless you hire us. I'll be your assistants. I'll paint your I toenails. Will. I will Ooh, I'll I'll wash toenails. your car. I can do henna uh, tattoos. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Yelts is going to beat me at the job. 
<laughs> I can be a pool boy. I can wear tight boy shorts and get things out of the pool. Oh, Come on, Aya. Come on, Shannon. Hire me. I want to play video games during 3 p.m. on Thursday, December 1st. Oh, man. Uh, Sounds fun, though. Yeah, I... I suck at PvP, but it was it was so fun at FanFest to watch them just, like, focus Yoshida. Oh, my oh God. poor Yoshida. <laughs> just, like, brutal. Mm. Hilarious, mm-hmm. but brutal. All right, we also have a Mog Station winter sale. Uh, what do we got? Fantasias, that zoo mount, and... Uh, Metallic the, green uh, dye is on sale. Yeah, and feel... It's a bunch of the attire. Rianjays, Yidas, all those... Uh, whole bunch of dye. And I think that's what they're showcasing here on these four bottom pictures because mm-hmm. I'm like, I've had that white mage outfit exactly uh, dyed yeah, the same looks... fucking color. Come on, y'all. I was the you original emo shot. white mage. You were the original emo white mage. Come on, man. That's me. Uh, so I think they're showcasing the different dye, the okay. pure black and pure white. There's like and... a dark purple. Can I preview I like the dark purple. Or... I've used the dark purple before. I I kind of like it on certain outfits. Um, it's one of my. It's probably in my top five. I like the metallic blue. I like silver. I like pure white, and I like pure black. And that's mm. kind of it for me of the exotic dyes. Yeah, I, I've used a couple of the pastels, but it's very very situational. I'm not a p- pastel person, but once in a while, it works. How how many? What did these drop to? It doesn't say the price on here. What's the actual no, it's just, sale? It's, the sale, yeah, you have to actually log into the Mog Station, yeah, first of all. I'm doing it. Do, I'm doing it. Type, well, type the only faster. reason I'm doing it is because Uriel Jay's outfit I kind of like. See, I want to so wear would... that as a Lalafell, but I'm a girl. Yeah. You know, make a change. <gasps> I'm not going to be a boy. Oh, so five vials of Fantasia, instead of being 46 is 36? 45 to 36 40, is what I, I show. My eyes don't work. I'm old. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Urian Shea is down to $5.60. Oh, instead of, what are they? Yeah. Eight. Maybe eight. Font down from one. eight. Oh, man. These are cheap enough to buy for maybe giveaways or something. Who knows? Yeah. Huh. Pastel, huh. dark green, dark blue, dark purple. That dark purple is almost black. It's cool. The dark purple is very dark. Very dark. It's, uh, it is almost, it's, it's a deep plum. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I do notice the yep. metallic purple. He looks a little bit like you. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I've uh-huh. seen that guy before. I've also <laughs> worn this outfit, but not in pastel pink. Not in pastel pink. Uh-uh. But that is purple. my character model, for sure. For, yeah. For sure. Yeah, and sure. they've got a horn on his head, uh-huh. so I want my royalties. That's confirmed. That and you stole my outfit, my black, my, my emo <laughs> white mage outfit. Hey, I know we hadn't got to it yet, but there was there was something in these interviews that I had liked. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna cheat uh-huh. right now, Yalta. I'm gonna bring up a fourth point to the three points that I'm gonna bring later. Okay. But they mentioned that uh, people bitched about get this healer outfits looking too feminine or being made just for women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think? You, you think? think? You know the wind's been blowing up my skirt. <laughs> For a long time. And so they said they were going to make design changes for, you know, a male outfit versus a female outfit or at least some 
some more design changes and toward some more that. Options. You know, you know, more options is not a bad thing. I mean, you know, a jock strap or something to cover my nads. <laughs> I kind of. I'm wish walking. You walk. Go. I'm no. I'm walking in the in the snow covered mountains of uh you know the plains up in near uh, wherever. It fucking lands in the ice, and I got wind blowing up my skirt. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Your call, Yelta. Tell me about it. Oh, my it. God. Well, wouldn't it be nice? Like, you know how we have, like, visor that will flip your visor? What if we had toggles yeah. on our other gear that would be like, oh, well, if the dragoon, if you flip it, if you toggle it this way, the girl dragoon doesn't have the open belly window. But if you don't, it is there. Oh. Wouldn't that be slash cool if belly. you, like, slash, what if every, every, or not, maybe not every slot, but slots, like, maybe a long skirt or pants you know what i mean That'd be hmm. yeah okay. or, or just or just more glamour options for fuck's sake <clears throat> ps2 limitations PS, <clears throat> uh, ps2 limitations <laughs> oh, not enough Lord. server space for that see call us in 5.0 shit all right all right um letter from the producer live part 33 uh Ayo. we're gonna read specifically from the update thread because i think as far as I can tell, covered air. I did not get up. I'm just telling you guys. I had to work that day. I was not getting up at five in the morning. When I and I hate Final Fantasy fourteen, so <laughs> clearly, right? So I didn't I didn't watch this shit at all. No, I did. I watched the rebroadcast. I sure as hell didn't get up in the morning. I think I actually what was this on Friday? Get this mm-hmm. also, Yalta. Yeah. I was off the week of Thanksgiving but had to go back to work on Black Friday. <laughs> So yeah. I didn't even get to watch this because I wasn't laying around. If I was laying around, I might have watched this on my new 55-inch Sony 4K smart TV. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to come and steal your TV. Yeah. The only yeah. thing the only thing I don't like about the TV, I'm seriously afraid I might accidentally stream porn to it because it's got that smart function. And like mm-hmm. if I click the wrong button, the porn no, might go to the TV. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know? No, it's no, happened. I said, no, I said oh. no. I sit at my sister's house playing on my phone, and then I accidentally streamed to her TV. But it's like uh-huh. YouTube videos, nothing. Well, you know, why would you put the broadcast button right next to the expand version? I mean, I if know. I want to see the gorilla fuck the cheetah, <laughs> oh I don't. I I, I want to expand the window. I want to see everything that's no, going on. No, you want to broadcast, and, and there's no. I don't no want to like, broadcast it. There's no like. Are you sure you want to broadcast? No, it's like fucking. Yeah, there. there's no it's warning. There. It's just suddenly you know gorilla nads and <laughs> cheetah ass, and uh, oh my anyway, God. what the fuck does oh, that have to do with fourteen live Cause, letter? Because five o'clock in the morning is too fucking early. Yes. Oh man. Okay, so we have we have a name. A name for patch 3.5, the far edge of fate. And I think uh, they wanted us to take special note. Uh, In patch 2.5, remember fall, the fall, the word fall was very, this one, the keyword is edge. So the Mm. edge is, the edge is calling tonight. Well, uh, and and it says here, uh, the keyword is edge. Clearly Final Fantasy IV's edge is confirmed for patch 4.0. So we will see. All of the cast of Final Fantasy IV. No, that's not what that <laughs> no, means. Not, not no. that edge. No not edge. edge. Okay. Different. You too will be in Final Fantasy XIV 4.0. Uh, Bono and the Edge will be. No. Okay. I, oh, I'm out of jokes. You're out of jokes. Okay, we're going to move on to there's new content. Uh, most of this we kind of, if you, if you understand how patches work, 
We knew this was coming. New main scenario quests. Uh-huh. <gasps> new warring triad. Uh-huh. <gasps> new side quests, including Scholastica, Hildebrand, and Animal Weapons. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Oh, and by the way, they had lots of feedback that the 3.45 Animal Weapon story quests were quite easy. So you can look forward to finding out how the next content will be. Oh my god, I hope they make this collect 99999 lore so we can buy shit. Yeah, that'll be good. Thanks for bitching, everybody. Hey, thanks for being the kid in the front of the class that says, um, that homework was too easy, teacher. I finished the test in two minutes. Now, mind Thanks. you, I do want the relic to be something you work for, but I am so tired of grinding tombstones for other things, too. I, a bunch of us were on um, Discord chatting about this the other night, and we're like, "Can?" and I know they said they're not going to do it, but it's like, Jesus Christ, I really miss the relic being something you had to battle, like, you know, like half of it was like, kill 20 of these guys, and the other half was like, kill Titan hard, right? Mm-hmm. Do the Chimera, do... Those fights, we had to gather together and we had to fight shit and we had to go back with our friends and do it again and we would wipe and we'd win and, and, you know, it was an experience. There's not anything cool or memorable about, you know, this relic process now. And it's, I miss the challenges, the challenges. Mm -hmm. And it was like half challenges and half like grinding, right? So I didn't mind that, that it was like half and half. But I know like, you know, and the biggest reason people bitched was they got stuck on Titan. Well, they updated the, you know, server checking where your position was. And that cured most of us. Pretty much cured most of us. Yeah, that was such a huge deal back then. Mm -hmm. I mean, the reason Titan was the asshole he was is because half of the people who played had quote-unquote lag and were consistently going, I was out of that. (laughs) As they were face down on the ground, I was out of that. And it happened time and time Mm -hmm. and time again. But they did make that fix. Um, That was a fantastic fix that we kind of take for granted i mean that was so long ago but it was such a a big thing at the time um and that that made a huge difference like you said so i miss that too yelta i miss the the challenge uh i miss the camaraderie and unity and going to do something together and i know you're going to talk about it later but i really hope eureka brings that back to the table yeah, we're gonna we're gonna discuss that a little bit. Another thing I missed too, and this came up this weekend. We I was in doing all this grinding. I was in chat a lot, and some of us were talking about the Hildebrand quests and how we're so sad. There's no uh, trials with those either. Remember all those trials mm-hmm. that were part of the Hildebrand story arc, which were usually really cute. They were they the were throwback fun. ones, Ultros yeah. and Gilgamesh. Goofy. goofy, goofy and fun. The story. I'm finding Hildebrand since Heavensward so boring. It's not. Yeah, da- Daddy Quest isn't doing uh, it for Daddy me. Qu- yeah, and the Scholastic, I think I'm the wrong market for that. I'm, I think I maybe I'm not the target audience or something, but uh, yeah. Those of the Scholastic, Hildebrand, Anima, Psych- Schoolboys. All of those I find are not as good as they were in two point whatever. So, side quest. I don't know why. Por- Porky's Force, the Scholasticate quests. Four, four young horny Catholic boys drill holes in the bathroom wall to watch the, uh, the, the girls shower. I don't know. Fucking <laughs> liveling up, Yoshida. Well, What's I, wrong with me tonight? I don't know. 
don't know. But, uh, well, and then, like, we don't get Moogle quests anymore. I loved the fucking Moogle quests. Where where are those? Those those were... Now, Yalta, you know we're, we're on a, a Moogle... What, what's it called? We're, we're trying to come off the Moogles right now. You know, we're the having like a... Post-Moogles were, were good. Yes, post-Moogles were That's good, I mean. but I, I, yeah. I think we have a sweeping anti-Moogle legislation. You know, the tide has turned. The, the, <laughs> the tide the, has turned. We've got a new president. We, we voted and anti-Moogle. We, we voted anti-Moogle. Uh, 55% of the population decided it was not time for Moogles. And, you know, it's we've got to abide boys. by that. We're sticking with school boys. <laughs> More school boys. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, new content in 3.5. Again, we could have guessed this. We had our two new dungeons. However, I am kind of excited because one of them is Belsir's Wall. So that's Mm. the... uh, We're going over the wall. That Gurlian wall in the East Shroud. I'm sure you've all seen it. Mm -hmm. There's an extensive wall separating uh, the Gurlian Empire and Eorzea. And uh, we're we're going over, we're going over the wall. Weird. That's kind of like the that's like the the edge of Alamigo, and it's like the edge the, the edge yeah. of the the Black Shroud. And it is the edge of the Black huh. Shroud. It is. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, though. I'm I'm excited to go there. And what did do we know what the other dungeon was yet or not? Yeah. It what is, is a hard mode. It is some all hard. Oh, see, if I would if I would scroll the mouse button past where the Japanese letters are, I could have said that. Yes, we know it's what it is. It's some all. I, I'm I'm not excited. Some all is one of my least favorite dungeons ever. Some maybe, all. I think the music to it is one of the best dungeons that we yeah. got from the original 4.0, uh, 4.0, 3.0 launch of dungeons. Um, I'm kind of excited about this like descending downwards part. Maybe we'll get some different scenery or whatever with this. This is the one that's got like the fire, the cryo dragon and the fire dragon yes. and the yep. thunder dragon and. May, you know, maybe we'll get a little more more of that. Was uh, this Morn? Trifecta that looks like action. Morn down there. Wasn't it Samal? Is the bottom of it Morn? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what that bottom screenshot looks like with all lava and. The top screenshot's stuff. beautiful. I love that top screenshot. It is a very, very pretty picture. So they haven't really showed us much yet. We have a couple of screenshots and uh, I. Whoops, I clicked too hard, guys. Clicked mm. too hard. But Don't anyway. <laughs> I I hope they're both fun and interesting dungeons. So, all right, we are getting a new alliance raid. I don't mm. know how to pronounce this. Dunscath. Dunscath. There was a Reddit how to pronounce it, I think, but I couldn't understand how he uh, wanted. I'm sure us we to failed. It. Yeah, somebody tell me how you say that. Dunscath. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Know. But um, yeah, it's the the third place in the, in the series macaque uh, Mac- i would say final entry but perhaps there's something more Ooh. hold on for the next live letter oh. so i i wonder if they're gonna mix you know <clears throat> we, we we talked about earlier before we started recording about you know remember the vast wasteland of 2.55 yeah. Right, we're gonna get the vast. It sounds like, and I and, and our our line chat was going crazy about how there really doesn't look like there's enough to keep us busy till Stormblood. So I'm, I'm hoping maybe they'll surprise us. But anyway, this is the 24 player alliance raid. You know, it's the it's the Void Arc Weeping City third part. The pictures are cool as hell. I'm assuming we're like that's actually the town then, right? 
Yeah, I think so. I'm liking these, um, the tiles, the checkered tile or whatever here. And uh, it's a really nice look. This is pretty, pretty sweet looking. I don't know why. I guess with the checkered tile and the way some of this stuff in the background, maybe the red, oh, there's, there's hearts. I'm getting an Alice in Wonderland vibe. <laughs> I love it. Well, giant mushrooms, that doesn't hurt. Giant mushrooms. There like, you like, go. Like crowns on top of the, yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. And then, like, the little checkerboards are reminding me a little bit of, like, Palace of the Dead, too. And this kind of, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, Isle of Wonder from King's Quest Six. Some <laughs> cool stuff there. The, the two whole screenshots we have look pretty cool. So, I, and I think and, they did better. I think they've done pretty good with the, um I didn't really like Labyrinth of the Ancients. I thought the Crystal Tower was better, and I actually quite liked World of Darkness, and I and I liked Void Arc, and I like Weeping City. So, I'm hoping that and and we know something about the first fight here, right? It's we're supposed yes, to. Yes, like, I was actually going to yeah. go into that. Gamer Escape has that interview that we'll cover a little bit later on the the Famitsu one, and in that Famitsu interview with Yoshida, one question that was asked had to do with this. Um, they had asked him about uh, Ozma, Mr. Ozma. Uh, Hinagawa, I think, was it? And uh, he is uh, going to be designing these fights, and it's going to start off right from the get-go with a bombastic fight that I believe you can get knocked off on, I think. I, th- I, think, I think that was used, kicked around. I think they used the word airship battle. And Fighting on an airship, yeah. Falling off. Yay. <laughs> I don't know why, yes. but I like that. Oh, So we're looking forward to that. I hope that... The gear, well, they gave us screenshots of the gear coming out of there, didn't they? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And it's Nakagawa. My my apologies, Nakagawa. All right, we're also getting a new trials or a new trial, and that is the third and final member of the Warring Triad. So, and they gave us a little screenshot of him, and he looks. Yes, kinda... but what for whatever reason in this update thread they don't name he who must not be named. No, we'll name him. Because I got my damn lore book out, Yelta. Yeah. And this is Zervin. He's the demon. I'm going to sure. read the entry from the lore book. <clears throat> Called forth by a Merisidian race of centaurs, this deity is believed to command the boundless expanse of eternity and thus stand above all other gods in existence. Charged with the punishment of wicked divinities, Zervin is also the embodiment of victory over injustice. The icon's nightmarish aspect reflects the terrible inevitability of his triumph, and and records describe the demon striding into battle, girded head to foot in armor formed of unshifting flame. Yeah. Baby. And he just looks creepy as fuck, by the way. It's like, it's like he's this, he kind of reminds me of like, like an, like our Ultima weapon with the shape of his body. He's got mm. like a mouth on his belly. I don't know. He's got wings. Mm. And wings. It's like claws. the angel wings, but the devil body. I was interested in this weapon because I feel like the, the primal weapons that come out of this are all going to have these golden skull on it, mm-hmm. which I think are sweet. Mm, scary. They're scary, but awesome. <laughs> so it sounds like they say we can expect many of the mysteries from the story to be cleared up. So because they're because they're resolving that whole storyline, I think in three point five. Yeah, Regulus said. is gonna. This was also in those interviews. Regulus is gonna get resolved during this time. So we're gonna see that because we've got to make way for the new Legatus that's coming in in four So we got to clean. We got to clean up all the old stuff. Right. Got to wrap up the the storyline. Wrap up the loose ends. 
So, all right. And also we have new content in 3.5 and 3.55. Zloe. 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 El- I don't know how you say that. Aliapo. Like, Aliapo. Aliapo. So this is, is this like a friend, a sister? Of, you know, uh, I think they're related. Yeah. yeah. So so we have a we have a weekly wondrous tale books for fighting shit. This looks like it's something similar for disciples of the hand and land. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah. So we accept gathering and crafting requests for collectible items from certain NPCs to raise the satisfaction level of those characters. We're going to satisfy them. (laughs) Please. How can you satisfy these NPCs? Tell us how I can satisfy the nearest NPC. How how may I say? Oh, man. So uh, as the patch progresses, other clients will will appear. So it's glamour is the end game for the NPCs, it looks like, right? Ultimately, mm-hmm. the main theme of the content will be focusing on glamours, so you can make your character even more glamorous. True uh, end game. True does endgame. does this not remind you of? Uh, <laughs> this was like what three April Fool's days ago when we got that favor system <laughs> where we were able to kind yeah, of we favor were ro- romance, romancing our romance, or you know, you could sim. you could uh, yeah, the dating sim where you could date. Um, Minfilia and all these others, mm-hmm. and they, they, it was very funny. Go back, listeners, to some of the um, April Fool's archives, and I want to say this is like a 2013 one, maybe 2014, but I, yeah. And well, uh, you had this on the screenshot and everything. Uh, yeah. So I, you know, what else was a joke? What else was an April Fool's Day? The fucking minion shit. So I'm not surprised that they kind of go, oh, you know, let's. Let's kind of throw this at the wall and see if it sticks. So it, it might be a thing, but I do like that it's involving Disciple of Land and Hand. It's it's another way to get collectibles into it. And it looks like this... a script, though. If you look at the if you look at the, the screenshot real closely, it's got three items. That's a fairy. Those fish. Those fairy, and that's some sort yep. of water. I can't tell what the top one is. But anyway, it looks mm-hmm. like there's an amount one thousand to two thousand, two thousand to three thousand, three thousand and above. It looks like there's a some sort of orange I kind of don't know. That I believe is the collectible rating. Okay, that... yep. But but then the first column is like orange, some orange thing. That's a new symbol to me. But then it's yep. gill and blue and red script. I think. Okay, so maybe it's another way and also to earn your scripts. Um, and then here's your little heart meter and love bar at the top or something oh, else. No, oh, no, and it is. It is. Look, it's the same little orangey icon at the bar t- at the bar is what it is in the uh, So that's how much there. affection That's or... how much affection you I think that's we a handshake. I think those are, those are two hands shaking each other. That's what I'm going to go with. Or it's a piece of bread or <laughs> it is a fucked up looking heart. But I'm going to go with two two hands. We'll go the, we'll go with the handshake. Could be a handshake. Mhm. So we're going to satisfy all their needs. We're going to give uh, hand jobs to the NPCs, right? Okay. Maybe I'm wrong about this. Maybe I'm going about this the wrong way, Elta. I just want to make them like me. And <laughs> what better way than a hand job? Oh, my God. Hello. Nice to meet you. you want a hand job? <laughs> let, me, let me shake that thing for you. And maybe if you squint at that icon... <laughs> That's not a hand holding another hand. This isn't hands across America, Yelta. This is 
God. Hands uh, and dongs across America. Across Eorzea. Dongs across Eorzea. <laughs> Jesus. Help us. Uh, oh, my God. We've okay. lost all our listeners at this point. They, they, we have no website. They can't find this anyway. That's right. This doesn't exist. <laughs> All right, updated content, exploratory missions. I know so many of us have been waiting and waiting and waiting. I haven't, I know they made some adjustments to Diadem. I haven't been back in there since, but. I gathered. Did you go gather in there? Yeah, I didn't hunt though. That was the change. It was the, Mm. it was the hunting stuff they changed. And no, no, I didn't go back. All right. So they said they put a lot of thought into a new name, but since the title for exploratory missions is already fixed, they decided to keep the name. And they're going to do hunting exploratory missions and gathering exploratory missions, which I'm kind of glad, I guess, because, you know, you'd get, you'd like go in with a hunting group. You'd like do a party finder for a hunting group. And then like three of them would disappear and gather. And it's like, but that wasn't the group, guys. But anyway, right. so uh, they've uh, completely separated the content for battling gathering class classes. <laughs> this is hilarious. Read They're blowing it, yeah. it up, guys. They're blowing it up. A cataclysmic event takes place, making the current diadem area a thing of the past. For this Stop. reason. Okay. Stop. We, have, so. we said this shit. Nuke How it. many fucking times? How many times did we say they're going to nuke it? They're going to diadem. I mean, diadem it. They're going to dalamud it. They're going to completely destroy it. This is what they do. They take something, it's shit, they destroy it and bring it back new and improved. And come on. Go ahead, Yalta. For this reason. For this reason, players will be unable to enter from patch 3.5. So it's going away, guys. So if there's anything you need out of the diadem. What do you For fucking like, need other? I don't know. People gathering are like, that's I suppose. It, but it's like they're like, well, what if I can't get my pterodactyls? Like, get your pterodactyl. Get your get your stuff. Get your gathering stuff out of there. After that, players will have to wait a while until the opening of the new diadem content, currently planned for release a little after patch three point five in the three point five something series. Three point five five. Yeah. That's my that's my guess because we'll get to the end and we'll hear when everything launches. But to me, that and some of the some of the other news that we read earlier about how long things were gonna take, yada yada yada, is that the with the vast wasteland coming up, I think they're gonna launch this at three point five five and hope that this carries us, us with busy. whatever little stuff going in three point five five till the end of the vast wasteland. Which could be like what a four month span. We'll get to it, but it's a, mm-hmm. that's the. I, I think Diadem, Diadem could once again be that make it or break it thing that carries us through this long patch of nothingness. And the last time they did this, it wasn't good. So I hope mm. they do it right this time. Well, and it didn't. Okay, so it, it wasn't good. But the other thing that wasn't good is we had the vast wasteland from two point five five to three point and then we all burned through 3.0, I think. And yes. then we had another vast wasteland. Yes. It was like bookends. There's like really awesome content, but droughts on either side. I, And, and I kind of with you, I, we know we're getting a 3.55, but it's like, it just doesn't look like there's enough in here to keep us busy. This, But all right, so... About the diadem, the theme of the previous version of exploratory missions was to have the players decide how they would enjoy the content themselves. But apparently, we can't be trusted. We nope. we, we just figure out the people figure out the most 
best way to do something, and that's the new law. So in the new version, objectives will be clearly assigned. There's going to be some surprises too. So, so people who are like, well, if it's all totally scripted and on rails, because you know we rage about that. But they said there's going to be some surprises too, such as boss battles that involve the entire map area. Hot. Uh huh. On top of that, some tough enemies that will appear that will be hard to beat unless you form groups of four parties. Hot. Uh, we will, but they, I think they also said that the parties are f- formed around four person parties. No. Oh. Oh, come on, That's man. So, I read that somewhere else. We'll find it. No, but somebody else talked about four-person. I think somebody in our LS talked mm. about four-person stuff, so I, I'm afraid you might be right, I, but we'll I see. We'll know. see. I don't know. All right. Um, We'll have more details in Pat's 3.5 Preview Part 2. Rest assured that all nine types of achievements ex- available in exploratory missions right now will also be available in the new diadem. And I'm assuming things like the Hunting Hawk... And all that stuff will still be there because I don't have mine yet. <laughs> oh, I'm sure all that stuff will be there. Um, objectives will be clearly assigned. I had a point to this. There'll be some surprises too. The boss battles. We asked about this shit when the diadem was coming out. When they promised us the diadem, we said, oh, this is like dynamis. We're going to be able to um, you know, fight and then it's going to spawn an M and M and then we're going to have to tackle that. We're going to have to do, like fight different stuff and it wasn't none of that. It was fucking Denver the last dinosaur. We were fighting fucking dino battles the whole damn time. Uh, there was only one spot to fight and then after two Two weeks of that shit, we were done with it. So this has got to have some variety. Remember what the buzzword was? We said random. Well, exploration. Random. random. See, and I think initially we were so bothered by the diadem initially because it's one map. And they kind of even make, you know, we set we send our airships out to all these sectors, right? Yeah. We fully expected that. And and, he, and there was even a Yoshida quote that was like, "But you might not be able to go where you and where you even set out to go." Well, what bullshit was that? I cleared the whole fucking map my first. Well, hour we kind of we kind of got no man's skied on it. So <laughs> a little bit. We we yeah. thought we were gonna have this huge area, and then your airships might land you on a spot, and if you fi- happen to find another party, you could join up and all that. Except it was a little different than No Man's Sky, where you actually can't find anybody, and it's all bullshit anyway. <laughs> we were all just crammed into one spot. You found everybody because there was only one damn spot worth fighting dinosaurs at, and you know it just it was just we already knew how to game the thing within the first two weeks. So it, it lost the luster. There was no randomness. There was no variety. There was no extra challenge. So why do it? When it was to the point where people were like going to kick you from the group if you did the objectives, that was like, oh, seriously? When there yeah. was like, do you remember the very first night we went we like explored the little watery caves and we, you know, but there was nothing in there. Nothing. And there was no point to it other than getting fucking killed inside of it. I go in on the gathering ones. How could you ever get to the nodes that are in those caves? Mm-hmm. You can't. There's there's no way. And as if those nodes had anything special for you. They don't. See, if there was it something would... cool in their nodes, I could see fighting our ways down there. Fuck yeah. Change our jobs. Half of us have to stay on battle classes to keep the mobs cleared or, or something. 
or something. Well, this is very, it reminds me of something out of like Ragnarok, and I'm going to totally misconstrue this. Cinna can yell at me for saying it <laughs> wrong. But they used to have these like, what what is like weapons of Emporium or something like that, or these god items or god weapons or something. And you would have these very small windows of getting to the bottom of some dungeon or cave or something or fighting your way through to something for this one five minute or 10 minute or 30 minute window for you to get some item and craft a thing and I wouldn't mind if every diadem session or once in a while something lit up and said you gotta get in this cave and hit this node to get this one crystal that you can build this one glamour set out of and if you don't find your way through within the next 15 minutes then you know it won't pop again for a 24 hour period Mm -hmm. I know that will fucking blow people's mind and that will piss people off to no end but if I knew that I had to have this little tiny window and we could fight and this thing popped up and it changes the whole paradigm and we gotta go to this cave and I gotta get holy shit yeah anyway well, and I also, I don't know, I, I feel, they, they years ago talked about how, you know, maybe you'll have to fight your way to something so you can craft something. That's in a quote somewhere from a dad, mm-hmm. and it never happened. Yeah, I mean, and even if they don't give us something like that, why even put a note in a cave if there isn't anything special to it? Yeah. That just defeats the purpose. So, yeah. yeah, this whole thing was fucked from the beginning. I hope now that Dalamud hits it, too, <laughs> that we can we can have, even though somehow something cataclysmic happens and yet everything will stay, the, the map is going to stay the same. Yeah, but, much, much, it won't change much. Yeah. But there will be differences in where you can and can't go. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm hoping uh, beyond hope that they learned something about how much fun we have and a lot of us do with Palace of the Dead, treasure maps, you know, there's, you know, good feedback on, you know, difficulties of different things too, randomness of different things. So I look forward to it, actually. I'm really hoping it, I'm hoping it'll be fun and engaging to get us through the vast wasteland. It's it's got to be engaging for let me think about it. All of April, all of May, and probably half of June. Let's hope. Mm-hmm. All right, we are getting party finder updates. I'm a little excited about this, Ruby. Mm-hmm. This this you know we me likey. We we run it. This is this is the cross server. So within the same data center, we'll be able this is, to do a party this is, finder. The tip of that iceberg. We are finally crossing worlds. Right. So you can put up a party finder, and you can find players from other worlds on the same data center. They can join your party finder. You can chat and party chat. Uh, there's going to be a password. That blew my mind that they even thought about that. That's great. If, if, if we had seven people on our server and an eighth person who doesn't want to leave his friends but wants to raid with us... We can put the party finder up, and he can come run shit with us. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's still not like the guesting thing that Guild Wars 2 had, but, you know, it's heading in the right direction. I can actually, you know, there, you know, there's a lot of other servers. Maybe there's one more tank and one more DPS that would want to come play with us. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you were talking about having that... You were missing one tank to go into a uh, a savage run the other night, mm-hmm. and it's like you just that one more person. But you know what? Across Twitter, I mean, we both have many friends across many worlds. Mm-hmm. God knows Hyperion's on our data center. God knows um, what is um, Behemoth also on our data center. I can't remember. 
Um, you know, some uh, is Leviathan on our data center. I think that's a primal. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we've got some friends that we've run. We've had friends that le- left Excalibur and I think went to Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Um, some friends that I that we cleared some content with. I think we cleared Turn Thirteen with. What up, bulk slaphead? But um, these are people he could tank for us if he was, you know, queued up and we could do this cross-center stuff. This is this is been time. It has been time for this stuff, and it's been time for us to have this. It's it's kind of, though, that... I'm going to throw my little salt in there, Yelta. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that alliance bullshit where you can only chat in the party. You still can't have the friends in the chat across... There's not a global chat that goes across the server or whatever, and you know I didn't play WoW, so I'm sure there's regular um, terms for these things. Yeah. But um, the um, uh, there's stuff that they don't quite have yet. You know this game where it's like two patches behind or an expansion behind what we really think they should have at this point, <laughs> and then they even say at the end here we're working on the same world blacklist as well as friend list, but blacklist will likely come first. So they'll have the blacklist, and then two patches later they'll add a friend list, and then sometime in like 4.5 we'll probably be able to chat freely between worlds or something. But you know, whatever. All right, we're getting some PvP updates. Frontline. We are, they're doing it, guys. They're doing it. We've asked and asked, and they're letting us be matched without grand company requirements. Holy shit. Hallelujah. By sim- simply selecting an option. I am, so- I've had people who are like, I'd come PvP with you, but I don't want to change my free company, or my grand company. Sure. Like, oh. Or how about, I would love to queue for this, but it takes four fucking mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Oh no! This is this is the this is the thing. The PvP. I had a long cut talk with Joe Never Fails. We covered this, I think, two episodes back when we we did our fan fest extravaganza episode. Go back and listen to that, folks. If you didn't, good good stuff in there. But uh, Joe Never was talking to me about the state of PvP, and he actually says for the Western audience and on the NA data centers, PvP is where it should be. PvP, as far as the game, is great. It's just getting enough people involved and wanting to queue for it to to feel the experience. They've got PvP at a good place right now, but not enough people are experiencing it. And if I queue and I see that there's a 15-minute wait and I could just go do an expert in like two or three mm-hmm. minutes or something else, I'm probably going to give up after that 10th minute and say, fuck it, I'm just going to go run an expert or something to be done with it or I'm going to log or I'm going to do something else. But... If it's if if doing this gives me the experience I had, and I know I beat this dead horse with uh, Knights of the uh, Knights of the Old Republic or the Old Republic Star Wars, um, that PvP in that pop 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 mm-hmm. pop, it was consistent. It was fast. You got out. You got in. You got out. You got the old in and out. <laughs> um, the, sorry, I'm on a tear tonight. The but this is if it does that. If it speeds up the queue times. Oh, boy, howdy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one wants to wait. No one wants to wait 10 Baby minutes. Baby cat sure as hell yeah, don't want to wait. Baby cat don't want to wait. Yeah, no one wants to wait 10 minutes or 15 minutes for a PvP match. I don't know. Hopefully hopefully this will fix some of it. And they, they, they plan on adding new PvP content in 4.0, so I don't know if this was a step in that direction. Are they taking it in a new direction? Is there you know, some I- reason? I like what they put here. It's like, we're going to do something different in 4.0, and we don't know what that is. I hope they do some of that tether mm. shit that we got from, <laughs> yeah. you know, with Raban or whatever. But um, I, 
I think they're, they're taking a stance like, you know what? We've got changes coming. Fuck it. Let it ride. Let's take out the grain company requirements and see what people do. I mean, we've already policed so much worried about the outcome. And we've talked about things like that before. When you're too worried about the potential outcome that you you blockade and you stop and you put limitations on things that don't necessarily need limitations, you, you hinder the players from having a more enjoyable experience. So this is one of those things that... They go, you know what, we're near the end. Fuck it, let's release the grand company requirements. This is an experimental phase. Let's see what the people do. I think it's going to be a bang-up job. I think it's gonna, I'm going to queue up PvP. I want to try it. I really do this time for sure. I'm going to try it, and I want to see how fast this thing. I want to try it on a Saturday. I want to try it on a Tuesday night. I want to try it on a Sunday night. I want to see how fast this thing pops on a, on a, on a daily and I want to see if it brings new people because I will be somewhat new. I really haven't done it since the feast launched. Which, I haven't done a whole lot of PvP. Which, which one was the one where you had the? Oh, they're all the big map, I guess. But um, like the it would it would randomly switch which node was active and you had to interact with. Which one was that? I don't know. They all start with an S. <laughs> Shuffle, shitstorm. Um, I, I, I actually had a lot of fun. If you got in there with the right group of people, even strangers, if, if you had like one person who would like call the shots, you can't have two captains. That's never good. Mm-mm. Even like one guy who's watching the map and, they, and they're like, you go here and you go here and you three sneak around that way. That's fun. I had, yeah. actually have a lot of fun in PvP doing that. But otherwise it's just like people just like, being mean to each other i don't know i get yelled at because i like queued up for a roulette one day doing all my roulettes and they're like if you're not a serious pvp peer don't even queue up for the roulettes oh sorry yeah whatever then they should put a disclaimer who knows fuck them but the, the um the shatter was the newest one and i don't know if that's what you're talking about but Cinna did a lot of the shatter and she enjoyed that that's pretty fast-paced yeah i, I don't know i like know nothing about it now is there like a if you don't know anything about it, what mode are you supposed to? Some listener tell me, what should I queue up for if I don't know what the fuck? Yeah, who who out there is a PvP guru? <laughs> Could uh, tell us, give us some some PvP input. What what should you do as a beginner? And if you're gearing up for feast stuff, what feast stuff should you do? Because we, you know, we're from a standpoint we're not doing the uh, the actual feast ranked mode. But what if somebody wanted to get to feast rank mode? What, what should they work on? What should they do? How do they get into it? And if you just want to go in and have a good time, what uh, what stuff should you fuck around with? And what stuff should you just forget about? That'd be that'd be nice. That would that'd be, be nice to know. Yeah. Yeah. I know I don't really like the four on four version, whatever the hell that was that there. But there is an in there an eight on eight non ranked. Didn't they do that I, one? You know, I think I did do an eight on eight non ranked and it was actually pretty fun. There was mm-hmm. some stuff I didn't know what was going on. So part of that was on me for not reading the rules of how I didn't know what a lot of it meant, what was going on there. Because it wasn't just PV. It wasn't just like wailing on each other. I think that was like supply boxes or something. Does that mm-hmm. sound familiar? Yeah, the supply boxes right at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, know. If somebody gets salty in that, if somebody gets salty in the free mode, that's like to me somebody getting salty in uh, Overwatch, the non-rank stuff. Like fuck you. What does this matter? It's almost like it's almost like trial anyway. It's just it's just a, a game. This clearly you're not getting points. You're not getting anything for it. Now, if you go in purposefully to fuck around, trolling or well, you're probably not listening or... to this podcast anyway, so you're not hearing what we're saying. But but if you went in there specifically to troll, then fuck you. If you if you're in there specifically to try to better yourself or just to see what it's like, 
if somebody said some shit other than just the normal saltiness of losing, fuck them. It doesn't really matter because it's not a ranked mode. If you were fucking up somebody's ranked mode, I kind of get, I kind of get yelled if somebody yells at you for getting into a 4v4 and this is a ranked match and they're trying to get their diamond status or some shit, mm-hmm. but oh, yeah. I don't I know if that necessarily that. would be happening. Yeah. yeah. I, would, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to mess up somebody's, you know, ranking. There's, there should be a mode that I can get into though, I would think. Mm-hmm. So. The Feast is getting new maps. This looks yeah. like a Gridanian map. Cool. Yeah. And I think this is a similar thing because when when season three ends, they list here, they're going to introduce this map and see what we think about it. So this is another, hey, something's ending mm-hmm. about, you know, 2.55, or sorry, 3.55. Um, this is ending. So we're going to throw some shit at you and tell us what you think. Yeah. We'll see. And speaking of people yelling at you in PvP, they're going to be ch- disabling chat during battles. You're going to get a whole bunch of new buttons that are supposed to tell your team what I'm I'm not sure. There's going to be new auto-translate options implemented as PvP actions that can be added to your hotbar. I don't know what I think about that. I don't like that. I, I think you should be able to toggle the chat off if you're, you know, a special snowflake that can't handle being yelled at if something happened. Or just... Because you don't feel like chatting. I mean, Overwatch has that. You can just turn the chat off or mm-hmm. turn turn voice off or something. So I get that. But to completely turn it off, I mean, what if you want to talk to the people? What if you want to hear somebody's instruction at the beginning of the thing? I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't, what, if, what if I, you know, I like to go in as a healer or sometimes a black mage. And how are these eight buttons or whatever buttons going to be like? Yelta, you stick with Bob. Keep them healed and then look out for this, this, and this. I mean, how can anyone even, like, correct me or help me? And people don't always just yell at you. You know, they do, like, say, how do you say you, you, and you go over to the west and go around the corner? You know, that's not, those buttons aren't going to tell us that. Well, and here's another glaring issue with this. You know, what does PvP bring you? Uh, uh, one more extra hotbar that you've got actions that you've got. Mm-hmm. How wonderful that we get to add more things to the hotbar. Yeah. What a great idea, Yoshida. Let's add a fifth hotbar or a sixth hotbar so I can just communicate with people. Uh, yeah. I'm already giving you my feedback and I don't even PvP. I don't know. And then what is this? Moving forward, we'll also be adding the option to replace pronouns. I don't want to get too off on that one, but the, to me I, that sounds like... I don't like, know what that means. <laughs> To me, that sounds like something from a Tumblr blog. Sorry. I do. <laughs> that sounds like I would like to be called Zimzamzi or Zur. I'm sorry. That's sure that's not what it means, but that's. But yeah, that's kind of what. You, it gives you, me that yeah, vibe. Like, I don't know. I really don't know what to, to think of that. These are these are. I was hoping co- that there would be. Honestly, Ruby, I was hoping that by the time we got here, there would be like a little bit, like maybe a further translation or a clarification on this post but there's uh-huh. not i was really kind of hoping that you know people would be like oh what that really means is so maybe these are just social justice actions instead of <laughs> pvp actions you oh. know we don't want to hurt anyone we don't want to we don't you, get a see but you can't have thin skin in pvp it's a smiley of, face have a smiley of, face that's that's part of why i don't pvp is because it makes me cranky right so I PvP for a little while, but after, you know, people are mean to me for long enough, I go do something else. Uh, I'm a non-binary <laughs> PvPer, so I just don't. 
Okay. Anyway. All right. Companion. Chocobo companion updates. Guys. They said they were going to do it, and we were like, they're never going to do it. We can we can have our Chocobo out while we're waiting in Duty Finder. You can now. have your bird out. It's cool. And it, and it's gonna act it's gonna act like a, more like a summoner pet, so it won't even show up in the frame. So now, like I always like join uh, fake grinding farms, but then I have to put my bird away because we have seven or eight. But now we can have eight people and eight birds out grinding our fates. I'm actually kind of happy for that. If you have eight summoners, will you have an alliance? Eight, yeah, eight summoners, eight, 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 eight pets, eight, and, eight, pets eight and eight chocobos. chocobos. Sure, sure. Why not? Why not? They they do clarify that like pets. That means you can't actually see them in the party unit frames. Well, so what? Honestly, I'm not healing somebody else's chocobo for the most part. Right. Right. So you you you'll have to target their chocobo to see the HP. Oh well. This is exciting stuff, though. I don't know how many... The, the only reason my um, Chocobo isn't level 20 is because I, I queue up for stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, if I can queue up for stuff... Well, does this mean I can actually invite my husband to a party if he's got his bird out? I that think would so. Be nice too. I think Cause so. Because that, that, really, that really bothers me, too, when it's like, honey, dismiss your bird so I can invite you to a party so that then we can both summon our Chocobos. Exactly. Let's waste some gissel greens. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a shortage. <laughs> so that's good. They've been saying for two years that, oh, it's tricky. So whatever it is, they unwound it and made it happen. The next one, too, guys, they summoners. Ho, summoners ho, ho. rejoice. I have a question for the Q&A. I have, I have out of the 20 questions we're going to ask Yoshida, I need 19 of these to be about eggy glamour. Can we do that? I actually, actually, uh, I, I've supported this one, and I like that the route that they're going with it. They're just, Me too. It looks, it looks like they're just gonna let you replace your Garuda Titan and Ifrit with carbuncles. Carbuncle, carbuncle, a- and appropri- carbuncle. Appropriately colored carbuncles. They show the red one. I'm assuming that's actually Ifrit. You know, and we know there's other, and they're gonna. Roll but what does a green and a yellow one look like? Oh wait. Oh wait. We already have those. Yes. Yes. Well, and that's like the the onyx and the there's there's a. A black and a white one already models right. are in the game. Yeah, too, there's like so. onyx and diamond. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so apparently you can. Uh, it's going to be a text command for right now, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll save it locally. So if you log in on a different platform, it you you'll lose your setting, but you know you'll get to see it that way. Everybody else will get to see it that way. So that's cool because honestly, when I'm from I'm from eleven. And I I like my carbuncle. <laughs> Me too, and I think it's gonna be cute. I do I do think it's just gonna be the addition of a red carbuncle. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't really see us getting a whole lot out of this, uh, other than the promise of we're gonna get different colors and different looks, including you know like this Ramu and the Sephiroth they told us about. Yeah. Uh, so you know that'll come down the line, but uh, I think we're just gonna get a red. A red carbuncle to start off with. Um, I'm looking forward to it, though. And this is the beginning of a new thing. I'm hoping this toggles through, and I hope there's some kind of glamour system later, not just change eggy one, change eggy two, change eggy three, mm-hmm. which may just end up being the case for for a while, where you have uh, slash one 
I'm giving an example. Slash mm-hmm. one is the carbuncle. Slash two, or the original look. Slash two is the carbuncle. Slash three is some ad addition, maybe a different primal look that they've got. And so then they add these in tiers until they go. Oh, this is this is getting too far. I guess we need mm-hmm. to have a an eggy glamour system, a real one. <laughs> well, of course, the first day response I heard on this. Well, what about summoners? I'm what? like, guys, I don't, no, you're about scholars, I mean. Oh, yeah. People are like, what about scholars? I'm like, but your fairies are already cute. I'm not sure what you want them to be. That, and there's like lore reasons, I can't remember. Well, then people are like, well, what about machinist turrets? We would like to glamour those. Oh my God, people. Wow. Right? They can't be like, oh, that's neat. They have to whine about it. We'll bitch about it at every uh, Q&A and live yeah, letter make, and, make and sure fan fest. Make sure 30% of all questions are about eggy glamour oh all right the next change is good too uh the novice network thank god for this one players will be asked to confirm if they wish to join the novice network chat channel i don't know how many times i've heard who the fuck invited me again god damn it kick me now and slash na status dickhole whatever so uh i'm actually glad well because actually novice is also innocently don't understand what's just happened if they get invited honestly i i think they should be able to can they join it from a smith or do you have to be invited from a mentor i think you're invited from a mentor yeah i'm like why can't why isn't they opt in with the smith with the smith that would be nice but then yeah you should have a you just were invited to the novice network this chat channel is for blah 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 and it's like you know that that would be helpful um also they're changing something where you, if you're a returning player if you've not logged in for 45 days and oh that's me least, yeah. i'll have a sprout on my head when i come back 45 days yeah oh wait. not yet you're only at you're only at like 14 <laughs> okay yeah i've been watching um <laughs> i didn't demote you yet though thank you yeah um and you have to have one okay if you've not logged in for 45 days and have at least one class or job at 50 you'll be able to do the following uh, set your online status to returning player and mm. use the novice network. So I, I think I think part of it is there's not a zillion people in the novice network anymore. I bet that's why they're allowing this now. Yeah. It was, I don't know. It's still full of uh, mentors being assholes, but. All right. Uh, additional updates. We're going to be able to preview dying things, item colors, Hello. and the equipment screen. Yeah, that's awesome. I. I I'm excited about, about time. It. Yeah. I feel like the technology was always there. Uh, and they're going to add some new paintings as furnishings. Uh, these are all, I think they're all like sightseeing log. Yes. Yeah. I think ha- I'm actually liked the looks of this. We needed more paintings. It's twofold. We needed more paintings. 100% we needed more paintings. And it's also something that's in addition to the sightseeing log other than XP. So if mm-hmm. you can unlock more artwork depending on where you've sightseed, it's it's another Orchestrian scroll. It's another, mm-hmm. you know, oh, give me something list. to it's another Pokemon to catch. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh Far Edge of Fate is in two parts. Part one is coming mid January. Part two is coming in March. Oh. Oh. What do you so, think? What do I think? Yeah, what do you think about the dates on these? Um I I called mid-January. Yeah. People, people were kept telling me that, no, we're going to get it in December, and I'm like, no, we're not. Mm-mm. So January, 
We just had 4.55. Was that, did we have 4.55 just now? Yeah. Like seven See? weeks no, ago? No, set 4.55. 3.55. 3.45. 3.45. Yeah, that was, that was a couple weeks back. That was when this, the, what we got with the... The, uh, the the weapon, well, the thing you the just Palace got. Palace of the Dead. Uh-huh. So we just got it like two weeks ago or whatever with that. You know, just about. Maybe three. Um, whew. <laughs> we, got, we got a little ways to go, Yelts. Yeah, because it's now... It's, okay, This the end of this week is, is December. So we have... So mid, oh shit, that's a long ways away. It's a ways. When I pull up the calendar and physically look at the calendar, I should pull up my Final Fantasy fourteen calendar. I did order one. Hey, I Eight. like that. Yeah. Um, it's paper calendar. No one uses that shit anymore, it feels like. All right, so. What's mid-January? I'm looking at January 2017. Mid-January either is going to be the 10th or the 17th. That's a Tuesday. Tuesday the tenth or Tuesday it's the seventeenth. Like eight weeks away. So we current we are recording on Monday the twenty eighth of November. You listeners will probably hear this on Thursday the first. So you're looking at uh, one week from today, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, seven weeks from tomorrow. That's that's a vast wasteland, honestly. N- now you we're gonna I'm have gonna this. I'm gonna be taking my break. <laughs> We're going to have this live letter. I might have taken another break in between. We're going to have this live letter on uh, Christmas Eve, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's... So that is one, two, three weeks away. um, Three and a half weeks away from this. Mm -hmm. um, Before we even get to the halfway mark, because that's about the halfway mark, before... Uh, 3.5. It's not, not that I'm wanting to rush content. Yeah, but... But we are starting to... I, I mean, unless we are focused, unless you, the listener, are focused on Savage probably at this point, or your Relic, or you're playing catch-up in some degree and trying to get some of these primals down. If you're like us, we're on we're on Bird Farm. We're on life support with any kind of sa- Savage stuff. Um... And then, um, you know, Ruby? it's, yeah. Patch 3.45 was on the first. That's four weeks ago. Okay. Wow. So the, it was two weeks and then I took my two week break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is a little bit of a, this is a little bit of a gap and it's starting to get thin. And I think what we had hoped, I thought there was going to be the diadem stuff coming sooner than later. Like, I think I thought diadem was going to be 3.5. Uh, mm-hmm. And that um, we we would have at least a burst of good content right there, but we may not even see that diadem until three point five five. It may be it may not be so much that we have a vast wasteland between um, somewhere after March and June, July, early August, whatever early summer means for heavens for um, uh, Bloodstorm Stormblood, storm yeah. um, but. We may have a vast wasteland before that. I think we're gonna have like two vast wastelands. We're gonna that. we're gonna have a little bit of a content. I'm gonna drought. go by fifteen. All right, be right back. <laughs> no, there could be some strategy with that as well. Because I mean, if you if you really look at Square Enix products, there are a lot of Square Enix titles that have recently come out. Uh, and don't forget, like these Dragon Quest games are also Square Enix mm-hmm. titles. Watch Dog mm-hmm. Two is a Square Enix title. You got you got a lot of Square Enix products that have come out at the same time. 
and it may be that resources or they want to focus on other titles and stuff. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I'm speculating because you know how diehard we are for this mm-hmm. game and we'll make any excuse for Yoshida's ass. <laughs> but there is going to be a gap. There is gonna, there's a gap happening starting right now. And we're, we're going to gap out. When we get to this live letter, Yelta, we're going to be mm. gasping for air. We're going to be we're going to be dying for this content, and we're still going to have about two and a half weeks or so after that before we even can crawl into three point five. I I hope we make it, Yelta. We may not. We may not breathe. survive. Just breathe. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. Now I'm looking at the calendar. Even with the stuff they told us for the first half of you know three point five is a big patch. Three point five five will again be a smaller patch but we think it's probably going to have you know diadem and, and you know, other stuff but i don't know i god i hope they surprise us with something we'll have starlight celebration we'll also have the heaven's turn heaven's turn with the well, worst then, music then, in the game uh, i hate that music. and then and then uh, when's easter this year next year papaya so, papaya Easter 2017. It was late last year. Sunday, April 16th. So, does, does Yoshida go by the Judeo-Christian calendar um, when he chooses egg explosion day? You know, day? I don't know. I doubt it. I don't know. But With his usually, pagan eggs. <laughs> what, what, what ability were the giant eggs using that made us laugh? Mm. What's that ability? Was it the ADS stuff yes. that he was doing? Yes. Okay. Anyway. Yo. That was I, that was pretty funny. So yeah, someone who had done Quail, that was just like that. Wow. That was great. Um, and we, you know we had a great uh, Halloween event, all, all Saints Wake. That was that an amazing was fun event. As fuck, so actually. hopefully some of these events, but you know. Starlight Celebration ain't gonna cure the vast wasteland, and neither will Heaven's Turn. When you're running around mm-hmm. with a cock, you know we're all gonna have our cocks out. <laughs> yeah. Cocks out. I got a I got a uh, Lunar New Year calendar right next to me, and I was showing Cinna pictures of uh, black cocks, white cocks, um, all kinds of cocks. I got a calendar full of cocks sitting right next to me. Okay. Okay. Kay. Oh, oh, oh! You put a note in here also that Duality, the album, that that bad boy's coming out on December seventh. December seventh. I, I I got that pre-ordered. Me too. Yeah. Can't wait. Pre-ordered. Um, they did have a track listing, I think, that I failed to mention on the last podcast. Do I even have this page opened up still? No. But they got a full track listing on it. And uh, in that, I think it it confirmed, of course, that we were going to get to hear old Sephiroth's theme. They're just calling tonight. And then we're also going to get um, Locus uh, mm-hmm. from... Um, from uh, Alexander, here we go, here we go, here we go. Unbreakable, I think that is Ravana. Revenge Twofold. Gotta, gotta think about that I one. I don't know my, I don't know the song names. Unbending Steel, or is that one Ravana? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Imagination Fiend. I know who Fiend is. Heroes. That's Thornton. Locust. That's um, that is Alexander. So. Wonderful, and then we've also got the piano. Ravana's uh, Unbending Steel. Okay, what's Unbreakable? One of those I think is also going to be the um, the theme from the Athochemical Facility because we heard that at Fan Fest, and I believe that's going to be uh, one of those in here. Maybe that's Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'm sure I could click oh, this play button here. Unbreakable is fractal fractal continuum. Okay, that's fractal continuum. Okay. I Google food. Well, that's good. There's also a play button here, but if I hit it, I, it's gonna blast. Uh, okay. Maybe. But but I'm looking forward to that. I liked I liked the last album. Oh yeah, me too. I bought it. Mm-hmm. Bought it at yeah. FanFest. Yeah yeah. Okay, well I'm yeah. not gonna try to listen to this or I'll fuck up the podcast. So I'm not gonna do that shit. <laughs> But, uh, All right. Yeah. Well, we have some interviews. I think we'll just I think we'll just cover the Femitsu one. Uh, Femitsu sits down with uh, Yoshi P at FanFest, and uh, it's long, guys. We're, Holy shit! We are it's not long. gonna read this. We're not even gonna go through it. In fact, we we've told ourselves we're just going to like each pick a couple couple three things. Well, I'm gonna be legit. I read this so. once before. I skimmed slash read it once before. It had been so long that I've forgotten. You said something similar, like. Totally I forgot that a while ago. Most of it that was in here because it is older. It was when did this? It's so the fifteenth of it. It feels forever. It does feel forever ago. It was only released on the fifteenth, but this is um this is one that was uh, I guess translated by Marco. It's all it's found on Gamer Escape. It's called Famitsu sits down with uh, Naoko Yoshida at Fan Festival. We chose I think a top three, two or three items that we saw that jumped out at us from the thing, and I will start with my top three stuff that I liked. So skimming through one thing that I liked was that they flat out asked if Alamigo, us going to Alamigo was because it was like one of the last things from 1.0 because it's got a tie from 1.0 and Yoshida says yes and we've said that, that Alamigo Mm -hmm. is like that last thing out of 1.0 you have, Yoshida's like I got to get the 1.0 out of my system it was a story beat that they I feel like they had to resolve we had to do it purge the one, sickness must be purged purged. so uh, 1.0 is coming out of the system but with that talk about 1.0 they do ask leading up to this question about Alamigo and 1.0 who is the girl is that Yida and Yoshida says, and let me quote here, he, he goes, I wonder, and he laughs, but please do speculate from now on, players who have been following the scenario from 1.0 will notice that something is off. I'm doing the quotes, quote unquote, off. The time the timeline in the game is still currently in the 3.x series, so if you think about it, the trailer is in the future. If you compare both, you might be able to speculate what's about to happen. We all know Yida has a sister named Ursula. That's all, that's in the lore. Um, maybe a twin sister. I'm not, I'm not sure on that point. Um, and then, um, if she does, that sister probably would not have a tattoo. Um, I'm still going to lean Yida because I'm typically wrong on these things. So I'll go <laughs> I'd ahead and like it to be Yida. I would like it reason. too. And, and Yoshida, I still don't, I still don't get him sometimes. Like he said the red and blue thing in the, in the 18th floor. And then he said the red and blue thing was a joke. And then he's wearing the Scarlet Witch. So the red mage isn't a joke. Um, but you know, like in this, he says something is off. If you've been following from 1.0, well, clearly if you've been following the scenario from 1.0, all these bastards have tattoos. So the tattoo is off. So is it her or is it not? Can they take the tattoos off? I can take my tattoo off. I can take my ta- I can toggle my back tattoo off. You I know. can go to the uh I can go get my hair cut and a t- tattoos applied and removed, recolored. Sure. Is it a real tattoo that represents what it is or is it something hiding like Ethis kind of predicted that Yida, although she's maybe not an Alamegan princess, uh he he yeah, she may be uh, in hiding anyway because of some other line or because it's fucking Alamigo and 
the Empire well, may be able to kill people from Alamigo. Well, and there were comments made even in uh, the last bit of storyline about, you know, her wearing a mask and it was uh, well, probably I'll, mostly something about something about the mask. I can't remember. Well, and that's the other way. If you want to read it that way, it's screaming, Yida, when you say players who have been following the scenario one from 1.0 will notice that something is off. Well, maybe it's not the tattoo. Maybe it's just the mask. The mask mm-hmm. is off from 1.0. So if you've been following Yida since 1.0, she's had a mask since 1.0, and now the mask is off. So is the bitch Yida or not? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. And we have to wait. <sighs> okay, I'm still going on. All right, so this is still me. Number two on my list of things that jumped out to me, and this is about the new Garlean Legatus, and his name is Zenos. One is that he's the son of the emperor, and I know, uh, the Lord gods forgive me, I know there is some turmoil between an uncle and a grandson and who's going to be on the throne, and I'm not 100% sure who actually went to the throne. I got the lore book right next to me. I'm going to cuddle up with it a little later, find out. But Xenos um, is going to be unlike any bad guy we've seen. And they asked him, you mean Kefka? Is he going to be Kefka-like? <laughs> because I think the idea is we're going to have a lunatic on our hands or we're going to have somebody like, uh, what's that dude that was just in that um, that uh, zombie show? The guy that's brutal. I'm not going to spoil the zombie show for people, but there's some guy in a leather jacket, Negan or something, that's just some ma- maniacal, just murderer kind of dude. I don't watch. I, I, don't, I don't watch The I'm, Walking I'm not, Dead. I'm not up on The Walking Dead. Oh, oh, I know who you mean though. And but yeah, he's popular he's now of, because everybody, he, everybody's seen him now. Hate, yeah, yeah, and they hate him because yeah. he's got the baseball bat and all uh-huh. that. Well, I think people are thinking it's some kind of megalomaniac killer, just has no soul, no remorse whatsoever. But that may not be exactly the case. It's something we haven't seen in 14 before. That doesn't mean the trope isn't out there, but it's something we haven't seen before. And with that, I was kind of happy to see that we're also going to get that follow-up to uh, Regulus because I like his little orange glow on his helmet and (laughs) and the little ball on the top. And I want to see if Unukal High... Kick his ass. Well... Or kiss and make up. I don't know. Oh, I have oh, fan. We're going to kiss and make up. I have fan yeah. fiction that uh, <laughs> I want to see resolved, and oh, um, it's he's it, going to marry Yeda. Well, it has something to do with Unicalhai, a furry suit, and uh, tentacles, <laughs> and and uh, Regulus. Okay, on my third one, uh, this is a little bit further down. I think. Are you okay? There. <laughs> there okay. Okay. Yes. Go ahead, go just, on. Just push that down, Yelton, to a deep place. I do. <laughs> I just push that way down somewhere All I can deep. see is somebody dressed up like in a Tanuki suit. I just... <laughs> <laughs> tanuki Mario, and it's Unukalhai with the eyes poking out. He's got the hood on, and then there's a ball, but instead of on Regulus, it says it's in his mouth. Okay. <laughs> the last thing that I want to mention from this interview... Is that they speculate, it was asked, will jobs and classes be merged at some point? Because we're not getting any more classes in 4.0. There's not going to be classes coming up. Mm-mm. And it was said, maybe. maybe, maybe. If, it, if jobs and classes were melded, you'd be looking at it in 5.0. And if, if Alami, this goes back to my first point. Um, yeah, here's the question. Will you unify jobs and classes? If we were to do that, we would do it in 5.0. Classes currently exist, but aren't but aren't really there. 
I can't deny that, but we can't do anything about it for the time being. It would require cost and time, I assume. Converting current class quests into job quests is not an easy task. We know from data that there are people who just don't know how to get jobs. So I think that unifying them would be a good thing. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, there's more to it than that, but not a whole lot about the jobs. That being said... Um, I fully think that that is probably the very last bastion, the last virus from 1.0 that somehow limped its way into this game. When they nuked Eorzea, they really, really should have made classes as part of the lore, and that, yo, five years has gone by, we've been fighting Garlean, shit's gone down, we had to go back to the jobs, folks. Jobs are just here to stay when you got to 2.0, and, you know, it's a new world, we're ba- we're bringing back the jobs. Jobs are here. Uh, I think I was a yeah, I was a staunch defender of the class system, but they didn't do anything with it. They didn't do anything with it. It was it was Tanaka's aborted child, and it just did. It just never got anywhere. It was just it it just died on the vine. Um, my imagination. I've told this before, and I thought I could be a white monk, something out of Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, where I just could chain up some stuff and I could punch and heal myself and do some cool stuff because I thought classes would have that kind of variety. But uh, it was just a clusterfuck. Everybody can go back and look at 1.0 stuff if you're concerned. Uh, but the future is here, and the future is 4.0, and and classes have gone really passe. If you see uh, somebody on a class, either they just started out, they're leveling a new job, or they they're fucking around, or they're fucking around, they're fucking around. That's it. I don't, I don't know why you, if you're taking a gladiator into something, if you're taking, I, there was a time where taking gladiator into PVP meant something, I think. There was a little bit of a time where gladiator was a little bit better than, or maybe it was marauder or one of them was a little bit better than uh, taking a warrior in or a paladin at least. And I, I think all that's gone out the window at this point, so... I think it could happen. I'm going to add one little tidbit. I know I had four because I stole in the beginning. But one other thing that was mentioned, it they did ask him about if there would be some changes. I think either it wasn't necessarily to the stat system. I think that was asked. But there was something else that was asked about different abilities and some other things that we have pressed a point on. Uh, maybe it was like skill trees or something of that. Uh you know, I, I still don't think all things are finalized. Even though they said, uh, oh, the roles, I think, is what? No additional mm-hmm. roles? And he's like, mm, mm-hmm. not yet. You know, we're, we're not old enough. We're not old roles. enough for new roles. But let me tell you something. I, I, I don't think that door is completely closed. I think, I think it's been shut but not locked. I, I think that could be something that opens up once we get through 4.0 and we see what changes have been made. Um, I think we could be looking at some... I, I still think a debuff role has has a place in this game. I, I think there is something to that, that that they could open that up. But we got a long ways to go. We got a fucking vast wasteland or two to go through before <laughs> we even see the light of 4.0. What do you got, Yelta? Um, it's, it's kind of big. They talk about... Uh, like, like trimming unused actions. They talk about how it's, you know, hard to keep Enochian up and, and all this other stuff. And I, I, 
I've been really, you know, really afraid of the, I, I keep, I keep reading all this stuff and seeing the words dumbing down. Right. And that's what I keep thinking all this time. But, but they, t- they you know, the, this interview talks a little bit about, you know, like, uh, you, you know, you know, will you still need to maintain Enochian blood of the dragon, that kind of thing. But, you know, they talk about making, Enochian might just be a permanent buff, but in exchange for that, if you do certain action order, you'd get buffed. So, it's not that they're going to take away um, the ability for you to shine at your job. It sounds like they're like lowering the base ability to play the job, but I'm hoping from, you know, they're talking about, you know, like uh, the current, there's a current problem of the DPS gap between being able to maintain an Okian and not. Mm. So they have to make, they have to make it easier to do this baseline of damage, I guess. But if they make it too easy, the top players won't find the job entertaining. So by introducing a different element to the rotation, top players can have fun playing as well. So uh, that, that that line right there kind of settled me down a little bit. That they they just want to make basic play style be fairly simple for all the roles for all the jobs. Yeah. But that there was, there's still going to be something that allows you to play well. And that's I wasn't getting that from earlier discussions earlier and earlier things. And they talk about having different UI elements depending on the job. So, you know, like right now, we spend a lot of time wa- watching Enochian timers. I don't know, Blood and the Dragon. You know, there's a, what have we got? Like, what monk has that lightning one fist? I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so, may, so maybe like a Dark Knight will have a specific UI element. Grease Lightning, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Uh, Dark Knight will have a specific UI element for Dark Side. So they, they manage an element through a new UI. I, I think that could be really neat. You know, they talked about Grease Lightning might get an element where there's three orbs that look like mantras, and the first step would light up one orb, and having all three, they'd light up all three, and it would look like a combo gauge you see in, like, fighting games. Well, you're going to look at your character more than you're going to look at the top bar to see if you're mm-hmm. how many how many timers are left. And they said they weren't going to get rid of all the timers. They I think they used the example of the Black where Enochian may have some kind of visual cue or something, yet Thunder is still going to have a countdown. So all the stuff's not going to go away completely, but different abilities and spells will, maybe the UI will change differently based on how primary of a thing, or if it's a stance or a toggle or something else. You know, maybe instead of looking at a thing up top, maybe you glow a different color, or like mm-hmm. you said, the orb, some, some other visual yeah. effect. Cause, cause right now, even like a black mage, I can tell if I'm an astral or umbral by looking at my character, mm-hmm. and I can see how many orbs I have physically on my character. But if you didn't, you'd have to look up every time. Is this blue? Is this red? Is this blue? Is yeah. this red? And that would really fuck you up. But some yeah. classes, jobs would would have to do something to that effect to see how many stacks. Oh, they've I, got. I watch, I watch my timer all the time, and you know, yeah, it's you have to keep it up, and you know. And they, they talked about like something. It's just something neat. They talked about you like like you put down ley lines and then you have to move. And they talked about using ethereal manipulation to get back to the ley lines. It sounds like you know that would be neat. Oh There's yeah, some, yeah. I mean that'd be like neat. Or it allowed you to keep the effect. That would be yeah. badass. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So they're not saying you won't have to look at timers anymore. You're still gonna need to manage your dots, and that makes sense to me. Um, and they're you know. And they asked, "Are are you gonna? Every, is every job gonna get one or two new elements?" And and they still don't know for sure, 
but like Dragoon will probably still be dependent on Blood of the Dragon, you know, that kind of thing. So there will be job exclusive UIs and you'll it'll be displayed after acquiring the skill and being level 60, they think, or something. Mm-hmm. So, so, uh, and then they also talked about, oh, uh, blah, blah, blah. This goes on and on. I can't remember now. So it's it's going to be pretty interesting to see what they do because it sounds like the battle system is getting a rework, and I I have reservations <laughs> both that they'll either either make it too dumbed down or do the opposite and make it so button mashy that I can't keep up. So I'm terrified that it'll be too far one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, so that was the one thing I was I was very I was very interested in. Uh, oh, and, oh, here was the other one. I didn't put this on my list. Uh, we've talked before about how the Hall of the Novice is really good for true novices. And uh, they've talked before about, you know, maybe we should have a Hall of the Intermediate. And and uh, at, at first he didn't think that sounded, Yoshi didn't think that sounded very awesome. He didn't want to give them the feeling that, like, they wouldn't be any good at the game or whatever. But recently he started thinking it might not be so bad. So... So that, you know, I, I really think anyway, Hollow the Novice is really great, gives you some good gear, gives you some good lessons, but then it's that's it. There's really nothing else other than getting yelled at in dungeons. <laughs> you, know? Mm-hmm. you know, so uh so that would that would be uh pretty be pretty interesting to see if they, they do add something else. When you know most of us accomplished MMO players would clear it and be done. So, and I think the Hall of the Novice, you can go back and do things again. You can. If you think, yeah. So I've never done them again, but if there was like something I wasn't getting, how how to hold hate on you know multiple groups of mobs that that'd be. They just I mean, don't you know, teach you that practice. stuff in the novice network. I'm not novice. No. I'm into in the Hall no. of the Novice. That's just not there. It's basically don't stand in orange circles and run forward and. It's it's very very basic. It's very, basic, it's, very it's very much here's some gear that'll last you till twenty five or thirty, and then you can start playing the real game. But that's when I feel like we're at this point, you know, having an additional hall of the novice to carry mm-hmm. you. It would it would be useful. All right, the other thing I wanted to talk about was Forbidden Land of Eureka. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this they they still we still don't have a concrete image of Eureka. So uh, Yoshida says uh, he compares 14 to a theme park, but the Forbidden Land of Eureka won't be a place where everyone would want to go. For example, there are people who don't want to go to a horror house because your girlfriend doesn't want to go or whatever. Think of Eureka as something like that. So not everybody wants to go there, but some people just love the adrenaline rush they get from it. You know, I had an ex once take us to a, a haunted house, and then she didn't want to go in. What the fuck? She, she took you there and didn't want to go. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Were there clowns? Maybe it was the clowns. There were clowns with chainsaws, yes. (laughs) That was specifically the part that didn't want to go in. So Eureka is going to be clowns with chainsaws. That's what what I'm reading. I'm reading clowns with chainsaws. Good. And we don't have any place like that right now. Um, It sounds like they want to funnel, they've talked about this before, the Zodiac and Animal Weapon quest lines into this this new zone, right? So... Mm-hmm. That would be interesting, and you know we talked a little bit earlier about how you know grinding for tomes is dumb and boring, and I'm tired of that. So they thought that Eureka would be a land sealed with powerful magic and weapons, and that would be we would spend 
hours and effort into making our our new weapons. And then they asked the question about, will monsters that pop every 72 hours appear there? And, uh, and it is easy to understand example. Uh, and they talked in the opening keynote, it would be hard to work for that to work in the current age. But they do think it's possible to have content that requires some kind of an entry key to challenge them. Right? Mm-hmm. So like 11, he specifically says 11 and and Final Fantasy 1.0, you had, you know, we used to have to collect infernal totems and to challenge Ifrit. And you can't do it if, you know, they don't, they don't want to do that everywhere in the game, but maybe that'd be something that would work well in here. So I do like that they're feeling more experimental about certain types of content, like Palace of the Dead was a little bit of an experiment. Let's throw a couple of these um, pomanders in here, see how they go. Oh, it's actually kind of people like this. Let's throw a few more pomanders. Let's throw some uh, sacks in here and place a stand and you know like the sack thing you've done a lot more palace than than me but that really kicked it up a notch when they added the 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 mysterious bags or whatever they're called where you stand on the spot and they pop up and then you get them checked afterward that was that one little extra thing that we needed to make Palace of the Dead just a little bit more enjoyable for us. And they've done experimental stuff. Aquapolis is a bit experimental. It's just a random fuck fest. But <laughs> but in that, they've added, you know, like, oh, this is a great place for Equestrian. This is a great place for some glamour, some of these high-end mats so they don't have to hunt and fight over them. So, so they're getting a lot more experimental with different types of content other than dungeons, fates, leaves. You know, we bitched about that stuff forever. So now we've got, and Diadem was that first promise that really shit mm-hmm. the bed. We we're like, oh, yeah. damn, we had such high hopes for this. But then when they, I, I want to feel like it wasn't until Aquapolis that we had that one thing we were like. One experimental thing that we was were like, like oh, oh is... they better not fuck yeah. this up. And it was like, whoa. This is actually kind of fun. This is this is not. We're still doing maps. I mean, you do maps yep. all the time, Yelta. Mm-hmm. So, and then um, Palace of the Dead was like, all right, okay, all right, we'll see, we'll see how this goes. And Palace of the Dead's pretty damn good. It's, it's pretty fun. Yeah. So back to Diadem. If they can get Diadem the way they want it, Diadem has that potential to be a different type of content that they can throw some different, a little bit experimental. And I think Eureka is going to be that thing. That is going to give them the chance to do like these totems. I wouldn't mind a a rare drop of a totem that one person, if they're carrying it in the party, can place the marker and then spawn the beast or take you into that dungeon. Mm-hmm. You know, that's pop items, man. That's the pop item that opens the 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 instance to fight this one enemy or pops the NM or whatever. This is where you do it. Plus, it being the place that you level up your your relic. This is this is more than just doing dungeons for light. This is more than just maybe it is light. If you fight on Eureka, you get light for the weapon, but maybe not just light. If you also get this spawn pop and you pop this NM, it's going to give you a shit ton of light. If you got the party makeup that can beat this thing, here's the all the little experimental stuff that they can add to it to give it uh, to give it life. So, so the other, like last week, I blew someone's mind. I said, what, what if, what if in the new diadem, there were treasure maps that were only gatherable in the diadem and only poppable in the diadem? And what if you, we had actual like treasure hunts in the diadem? Mm. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? I mean, that's, I just, I just Di- feel like. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, map or, hunts with true sight mobs. That, uh-huh. Yeah. A uh-huh. little scary. 
Yeah. No, I, I think that's, I think that's cool. And, um, oh, and then they also said they were thinking if, if it goes well, if people like Eureka, uh, they, they might do some sort of armor as well. So armor would need to have its own design, but some sort of gear progression armor, I don't know, like relic armor. I don't yes. Know. Yes. Well, that'd be kind of awesome. And I love this comment. Uh, the, the, uh, the Febitsu says, it will change gear progression altogether. And Yoshida's answer was, it is the second expansion pack. And if we were to do the same thing all over again, a lot of people would get tired of it. Like I said earlier, the base design of 14 will not change. It's a game made for this age. But that's exactly why even if we were to change in the future to... F- change in the future to fit the future trends it won't return to the past and even if a past trend were to become a modern trend it still must include a modern vibe to it it's not negating the past but rather extracting the interesting elements and inviting players who like them that's the product we're aiming for that's what i'm hoping eureka is good and and there's a lot of people who already in their head have they're like, oh my god, you know, in 11, I, I farmed Sky, and, you know, I went up and I did pop items, and we had to wait for timers, and we had to fight over, you know, we had to fight over uh, uh, and uh, you know, mobs that would drop a key, and it wouldn't pop again for four hours, and if you claimed it, you owned it, so, and if you didn't get it, you went and did something else, because there were 13 other things to do there, go for whatever, four hours, <laughs> twice a week fight stronger and stronger things and that's you know a lot of us if it's not cool like that we're gonna just be like jesus christ yeah cool stuff in here urge listeners Mm -hmm. to go back and read this you need to set aside uh, an hour at least to read one of these interviews there's also a game watch interview giga interview parts one two and three you can find them on reddit um if we have a website we'll link them we we uh there's it now a lot of the information do kind of overlap but there are some other stuff i didn't pick my top three out of the giga watch thing but the these are long folks so take some time set aside enjoy it and um you know, look make forward a, to the make future. A sandwich. Make a sandwich. Make a sandwich. So we're getting long too, man. Oh yeah. We need to move on. Uh, do you want to read the? I email? do. We've got a good email. I'm going to read that to us. Who is this from? This is from Fleur. Thank you for your email. Hi, Yelta and Ruby. Hi, Kariri, Riri, 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 who is still missing. We love you, Kariri. We miss you, Kariri. I just had to write you. First, love your podcast. I look forward to it and listen as soon as it shows up. Always my first podcast to listen to. It's great and always sounds like you are both having great fun. Next, love the pointers. I knew most of them, but not all. One site you might like is craftingasaservice.com. Makes getting a list of mats easy peasy. I use it all the time. They also give you hints where to find buy mats. I like the checkoff list too. So as you get mats, you can clear the clear them in the list. Makes getting everything to make stuff easier. So it makes it easier to get stuff. Cool. As far as tutorials, don't do them much. I love hearing what you're doing and impressions. Explain what you want to, but tutorials, we got Mr. Happy and others who go there. Explain your fun and we'll all learn. Appreciate that, boss. All right, uh, update for me. I've been in post-patch 3.3 zone, got all my crafty classes to 60. I'm right on the edge of being able to make Ironworks gear. Just tool upgrades to I-200, Ironworks, here I come. Congrats, bro. I've been gathering with the script gear only. 
Almost completely upgraded to I-200 now. Easy to get most any node, and I have 670-ish GP, so collectibles are fun too. I can't meld anything, but enough gathering perception for every node. I haven't done the 3.4 story yet. Been on crafty path for now till Ironworks. I just don't listen when there's a spoiler podcast. Skip it till I do the story. I main Dragoon and White Mage, but haven't done most of the new X-Primals. And hardly a raid at all. Savage mode stuff I will never ever try. Just not going in there. I have one bird and four ponies, so some progress, but not so much. I play to have fun. When it gets way too grindy, I take a break. Sometimes a month or two. I loved my three years plus in this game with my FC family. Been in the same FC for over two years now. Fun to have the FC fam. I love helping and doing interesting events like naked chocobo racing in Kawarthas. <laughs> Doesn't take lots to have little fun events. That is so true. We've done them. It's probably time we do a little more of them. But the little fun events that you can do or if you can go to one, like um, like the little dress-up stuff when people shout events, Go to them, man. It's fun. People doing campfires on the beach. Remember they used to do Friday night campfires on the beach? Oh, yeah. I need to check those out. See if people are still doing that kind of stuff. Those are fun. And if, you, if you're if you dying for stuff like that, make one. Make a shout. Invite people to the beach. Do a dance. And people will come out. It's fun. All right. Back to the letter to finish up here. <clears throat> I'm a filthy casual and lately not in world as much as I'd like to be. I've been busy, busy real life. Lore book will be here at the end of November. PS4 Pro is a Christmas present, so I'm hoping expansion will be here even uh, be even more spiffy. Looking forward to Dancer and Red Mage. Yes, I listen to other podcasts, uh, 14 podcasts. She Heals I Tank and Limit Break Radio. Gather Together is my favorite. Keep up your great podcast and keep having great fun. Hope to see you in world one day. A joyful listener, Fleur. Fleur, thank you so much for your points. Thank you. That is a that's an amazing email. Um, the only thing I want to cover in there, dude, I don't know enough to give you tutorials, so I'm not really worried about giving too many tutorials. <laughs> I think we shoot from the hip most times, and if there was something we felt that the community needed to know and break down, sure. Don't expect us to do um, some all hard mode guide. It won't happen. It's not going to happen. I'm too lazy. I'm too lazy. <laughs> Hell, I just came off of a two-week break. I need to learn how to heal again. But what I, what I will do is if I find something that I like, oh, shit, I just found this combo, and I, I got to tell everybody about it. You'll know. I'll let you know. So anyway, boss, thank you so much, Flora. I really appreciate that email. That was really nice. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. I like I like what you said about, you know, take your time, take a break. Play for fun. Don't do stuff that's not interesting or fun to you. So, you know, I I forget sometimes that not everybody is me. <laughs> yeah, and we've always nice had that. a motto about this podcast and about playing the game. And that is the day that it's not fun anymore is the day we quit. If it's mm-hmm. not fun, we're, we're not going to play. Why stress out over something? This isn't my job. I don't get paid to play Final Fantasy XIV. I don't get paid to do this podcast. We don't have any corporate sponsors. We do this out of fun. And the moment it's not fun is the moment I stop doing it. And, you know, taking a two-week break or even taking a month break, that doesn't necessarily mean the, the love of the game is lost. It just may mean holidays are here or I got bills to pay or I'm trying to get a promotion or yada 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 so other games to play other games to play I got a PS4 Pro you know in real life happens so that's understandable as long as you you as long as you understand the the motto in front of Final Fantasy 11 we have families and, and school and stuff and 
make sure you use your time responsibly. But don't burn yourself out. Don't burn yourself out on this game. There's lots of fun to be had. And I think also having a good group of people, that's something I forget sometimes too because I like hanging out with the free company. And then when I start thinking of the game as as more of a, not so much of a job, but like a responsibility than it is a game, it does lose that fun, and you've got to have fun people to play with and chat with. Um, I'm guilty sometimes of not getting on chat enough, and I think it's the chat. Sometimes getting on voice is what brings uh, brings a group together. So, you know, take your break, but when you come back, come back and give everybody a big hug and um, enjoy your time with your free company. So, good email. I know we, we've gotten people who've joined and the free company lately, and and one of them like already unsubbed and they're like, if you got to kick me, go ahead. And I'm like, I'm not kicking anybody unless we don't have room. I may demote you for security reasons. Yes. You know, in case I demoted Kariri because I was scared that somebody Hackers. gets in, hacks her account. They're second to the top rank in the free company. They, they could clean us out. But, uh, yeah, you might get, you might get demoted to inverted, inverted nipple status, <laughs> but I'm not going to kick you out if, you know, if you're going to come back, I, we got people who haven't logged in for like two years and you know what, if they come back, they come back and we will welcome them. And if they come back and they're lost, we go run shit with them because that's the people are a lot, is a lot of, of why I play these games. This is why I keep playing these games. I don't play games for 80 hours except for MMOs. And really it's because I like to see and hang out with other people and i've been guilty of, i've been watching a lot i've been like grinding fates and watching netflix but i keep that discord window up and i might just log myself in there as afk or even log in the room but if you know to see I, somebody else will be sitting in there or somebody else will log in later and i turn it off and i'll be like all right let's go do something very cool so all right i i don't have any shout outs i think we already shouted out a couple of things crafting as a service it's an excellent site. So I think it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, gtffxiv.com. While you're there, leave us a comment. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. Email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please give us a rating. Uh, personal plugs, you got one, Ruby? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at RubiconVale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter also at YeltaSumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, folks.